what really throws us for a loop is that if we try to say to him, Lev, you know what mummy's growing in her tummy, he'll say doggy. <laughs> wow. So it's it's all over the place. That would and that would uh, be a but, surprise for everyone. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Just imagine. <For> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Two guys talking about their babies and supporting their ladies. Talking about the struggle. Talking about Big Papa. Yeah. Hello. Welcome back. It's Big Papa's, the podcast for modern dads. I'm Dan Worry Smith. I'm Pierre Hamilton. Welcome back, y'all. Ooh. Woo. It's season season two. two. Oh, jinx. Oh, yeah, yeah, jinx. <laughs> well, you know, season two, that's, I think we were thinking about, you know, the season, and in my mind, I'm going mo chillin', like mo chillin', uh-huh. but then also mo children. Oh! Yep. Got a special announcement. If you didn't know, now you do. We're having number two. Pierre, mazel tov. Thank you. Very exciting. It's a celebration. Absolutely. Uh, and I just want to drop something else. Um, we're in the booth right now. This kid is coming in three weeks. Oh, dude. <laughs> it's real. Yeah. You're on the brink. Yeah, and it feels that way. I believe You know it. what I mean? Like, people are like, oh, you must be so excited. And I, in all honesty, I am. Of course. But as well, there's that terrifying bit of it. <laughs> you know, you're like, okay, look, you know, Zadie is three, right? Goldie's, Goldie's about to turn two this, this week. Right? Like, I feel like I'm just now settled in that version right. of, okay, we got a thing. You know, I, right now it's it's almost summertime. I go, I pick Zadie up from school. She's like, we ride our bike. She's like, let's go to the park. I'm like, absolutely. She's like, where's mom? I'm like, she's at home because she's a bit tired. This is going to be what it's like going on. Uh, so, yeah, you know what? It's it's kid number two. Uh, we'd been thinking about it, I think, uh, for a while. And then... Um, I mean, we did the thing that people do when they decide to have a kid. We just stopped using the protection. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, lo and behold, uh, Jess basically was like on a work trip. Came, on a work trip, came back. It's like, oh, I don't feel well. She thought she caught a flu, you know, or some sort of bug on the plane. And then she got up one morning, and I know we had a birthday party, and we we're like all ready to go. And I wake up in the morning, and she's like, I've been up for a while. And I was like, Oh, like what's wrong? She's like. I didn't feel well, and so I took some medicine, and then I puked. It wasn't the medicine. Right. I think I'm pregnant. The and plan I was like, worked. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, well, well like, let's, let, like, let's see it. Like, let's do it. Like, do it again. Let's see it. <laughs> and then we, like, weaseled our way out of this birthday party for her anyway. I was like, I still got to go. So I took Zadie, and then on the way, I was like, Zadie, we got to stop at the pharmacy. And then I went to the pharmacy and I was like, hey, um, where are the pregnancy tests? And then the guy was like, well, right over here. And I was like, are, are these good? Like, they're still like, there's no expiration date issues. <laughs> we took it back. We did the test. It came out positive. It's happening. So now here we are. That was a while ago, right? Like that was obviously, this was like fall uh, 2018. Uh, and now it's 2019. And in less than three weeks or about three weeks, there'll be a new a baby boy. Oh, amazing. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. They call it like a I don't know. It's like a million dollar family. If you don't have, like, let's say you have two girls, or you've got three boys and a girl, right? Is that just a garbage family? Does anybody like? Oh, well, whatever. 
It's a every, quarter a quarter million. Yeah, people are just like, oh, you've got you've got one you got one girl and one boy. Like that's just the perfect family, the nuclear family. Yeah, and I'm like, cool. I mean, I don't have anything against it. I'm literally also like, you know, also thinking about tying everything up on my end, uh-huh. so that that doesn't that there's actually just no more after this. Smart. We'll talk about that later. Sure. Though. Like it's another thing. It'll come up in the show, but uh, yeah, it's fascinating. I mean, I think again, it's. This idea of going into number two and I think sharing with Zadie something that I have and I know you have as well, which is that we have siblings. Jess is the same, right? She's good. We, all of us anyway in my, in my family and with Jess, we each just have one other sibling. Right. But um, for Jess, her sister's fairly close. They talk all the time. My brother's in Vancouver, listener to the show. He loves the show too. Hey, hey. Um, but that's like a special thing. And I don't know that that was my sole reason for, or our sole reason for doing it, but I know that for Jess, it was just something that she really thought, you know what, I, I'd like a, a, a second kid, and I think that would be something pretty special for Zadie. So, yeah, I don't know. Dan, what, uh, what are you thinking about in this number two zone? Are you like, you guys are itching, you're ready, you're like, I'm not sure. Where, where are you sitting? We're talking about it right now. We're Ooh. we're we're in the stage where it could happen anytime. Okay. Uh, so okay. we're we're right on the cusp as well, and uh, you know it, it it creates a pretty good theme. I think probably that we're going to explore at least a little bit on every episode of this season two that we're back here for. Absolutely. And I mean, you mentioned the main reason right off the hop here. You have one kid. If you already have the experience in your own life and and in your partner's life of those strong sibling relationships. I think it's just really obvious. Uh, you know, maybe not so extreme that you owe it to your existing kid, but pretty close to that. Um, and that maybe you would be more likely to regret not going for a second kid than regret having a second kid. Mm-hmm. So those are the kind of calculations that Zoe and I have been discussing. And, uh, you know, uh, we've talked about it before, just the fact that we're already in in a really fortunate position where Goldie has a lot of support and love in her life. So, you know, it makes sense for us to do it again on top of just the fact that we feel like, hey, it would be nice for for Goldie to have a sibling. Um, so, you, yeah, we're... Do you do you get that? Like, so I've, I've talked to a few people and, and I think we'll hear from some of them. Like, I got some of this already banked um, in terms of recordings, but... I've heard a few people and they're just like, number two. And they've already done it and they're just like. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Have you heard any of that? Because it's like, yeah, like people will be like, oh, you're trying, like, are you thinking about it when you do it? And I, when we, when we, when we tell people, we're like, oh yeah, we're expecting this is happening. They're like, ooh, they're like, look, I'm not going to tell you it's twice the work, (laughs) but it's something else. Yeah. I've heard the phrase something like you expect it to be like times two, but it's almost more like times 10, <laughs> which, I mean, it's scary. You know, I don't know if it's any more scary than looking down the barrel of the first kid's arrival, mm-hmm. though. And, you know, it's it's all just part of that continuum of like, hey, I found someone that I love. We're committed to being together. We want to have a family and, you know, jump right in. And, and <laughs> if there's some fear there, if there's some trepidation there, I think if it was powerful enough that it was really crippling you, you probably would have made a different decision. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're, um, it's really nice, I think, synergy to have both of us uh, in likely, uh, you obviously are about to have another kid, and I think Zoe and I are probably going to take the plunge pretty soon. Uh, you know, numerically, it's nice as well. Two kids, season two. Uh, and that's definitely something that we're going to be talking about, not just today, but I think probably throughout this second season, 
Uh, I don't know about you, man. I'm just I'm hyped to be back to be yeah. back in the studio. It's really great to be here. It's amazing uh, how quickly time passes, which I'm sure is just something the parents are saying all the time. Saying it since time memorial, man. <laughs> That's right. Like when was it? Was it 1600? Just that? Just just the other day? <laughs> I could have sworn. <laughs> sworn the telephone was just invented. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shout out to like, yeah, it's good to be back here. Shout out to our producer, or sorry, our engineer, I should say, Trey. Thank you hey, for Trey. coming in, hooking us up here. Uh, thank you to the studio for having us back. I mean, they like they take money, so I think they're just like, yeah, sure, guys, come back. Yeah, sure, you're welcome. <laughs> um, one of the things, Dan, I know we're just gonna, we're, we we want to get into some things uh, into today's show too, but uh, things we're talking about, you know, as I said, vasectomy. I'm like, maybe I just need to shut it down. So I want to reach out to somebody, talk to somebody who's actually shut it down. Yeah. Learn how it goes. You know, I think I've learned that some of the snipping isn't the way it's not done the way it used to be. It's actually, uh, I guess a less, less pain involved, which I'm like, it sounds great. Thank goodness for that. Yeah. 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 It sounds great. Um, I'm also itching to talk to a buddy of mine who has like multiple kids. Like I ran into him last summer he was coming down. I was like, oh, I haven't seen you in so long. It'd be great to see you. And he comes down, and they're like, oh, you know he's got four kids. And then we meet him, and I'm like, dude, what? how are you doing this? And so I want to reach out to him. We're talking about two kids, but I want to reach out to him and be like, yo, tell me about four kids. How do you make that work? So we're going to chat with him. I know, Dan, you've also got some people you're thinking about chatting with this uh, season too, right? That's right. And you mentioned having some stuff in the bank already. I, I think we did a bit of a teaser at the end of our last season about how we wanted to kind of expand production. Mm -hmm. And one of the things we're going to be doing this year is going out in the field. It's not just going to be studio segments. We're going to be talking to some of these guests um, either, you know, at play dates where our kids are hanging out or you know, wherever dads may congregate. In the wild. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, so we're looking forward to, to be able to, to kind of bring some different vibes and, uh, you know, different locations. Um, and, and, yeah, we're going to have uh, probably looking at six episodes again for this season. Yeah, I think we'll start out that way. We'll see how that shakes out. Um, right now we're launching episode one in conjunction with Father's Day. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Big up to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. But while we're at it, we should take a moment to go back right. to the mantra, the baseline, our entire informing credo, which says, all praise to the moms. Praise to you, mamas. From big papas to all of y'all. We love y'all. Praise be. Um, <laughs> so we're really excited uh, to be back. Uh, I know um, it has been a little longer than we expected, and uh, we really appreciate the people who have been along on the ride with us thus far and uh if you're back again for season two um we're just we're, we're pumped to be able to try to bring you some more great content yeah get strapped in <laughs> and it's time today to switch that car seat around oh my gosh <laughs> Yo, double car seats too. Double, that's oh, that's man. fun no, you ready no, for two car even, seats no i'm not even that's not i haven't i haven't even thought about that don't right offer now. anyone a ride yeah. ever again <laughs> no one wants to get in that car well, we're going to ease into the to the subject matter of the second kid today. We're going to talk to a couple of dads who have already taken that plunge. And um, from here on out, we'll be with you for the next bunch of weeks for season two. We're really, really uh, excited to be back with you. Pierre, it's great to see you, man. You too, Big Papa. Uh, thank you so much. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm excited for you and Jess. And uh, obviously, we'll be hearing a lot more about this over the next little bit. And, uh, and I'll be keeping people posted on you know, where Zoe and I end up and how soon it's looking. But I think kid number two is it's an inevitability at this well, point. 
I will be ready to pop bottles for you. <laughs> pop, pop. Amazing. Season two, we back. All right. Uh, we'll be right back with Big Papas. Yeah. Here with my buddy Yov in beautiful West Toronto. Uh, Yov's wife, Beth, is out of town for the weekend. So we took the opportunity to have a little chat. We're here uh, as our daughters, Goldie and Vivian, play together. They just met. Um, but they're Playing doing, very nicely. Yeah, they're doing pretty great so far. Uh, so we'll talk about a few things. And it's it also a bit of a test run for uh, the Big Papas in the field recording strategy, which is something we're going to do more here in season two. So you and Beth are expecting your second child. We're two months out, three months out from that? Canada Day. Um, is the is the expected day. So, so the first of go? July for all of our international <laughs> listeners. <laughs> um, you're probably not supposed to record podcasts while you chew on sandwiches. It's cool, um, but um, yeah. So that gives us two and a half months, and we're we're both. Totally prepared and, and also totally unprepared at the same time. We have to do a lot of stuff. We have to move her into another room, which is going to be like a whole thing. Yeah. Um, and prep another room and move stuff out of our office and do a little reno and try to do a lot of things in the next 10 weeks. How do you approach talking to the yeah talking to Vivian about, about that, that? that that big change I think we just talk about it right or, or talk about about the room or the brother yeah <laughs> the, the brother I the brother no we just say we're having a baby mommy the, where's the baby in mommy's tummy is it in her tummy really or somewhere else in her womb in her womb which is not the same thing as a tummy but it's next to the tummy I, I, You have a tummy. Yeah. So the baby's in mommy's womb, and the baby's growing inside, and he's going to come in the summer, right? Yeah. That's it. That's all there is to it. Are you excited for that, Vivian? Yes. She's wiggling in her chair with excitement. And so we talk about, she talks, she initiates it a lot. Yeah. She's like, oh, when my baby comes, and then I correct her, your baby brother. When my baby brother comes, you're going to what? Play with him. You're going to play with him? And you're going to watch him? And you're going to feed him his breakfast. Well, first we're going to start with bottles. What do babies do? Babies do a couple things. They drink milk. They they poo and they and they go to sleep. That's it. That's all babies do for the first six months. That's pretty much all we're gonna get. It sounds like you're well prepared. Yeah. So as long as you're not bored of that. So maybe you can help us warm up the bottles. Warm up his milk. Yeah. And how are you and Beth doing? I think we're okay. Yeah? Yeah. Like, um, pregnancy is weird, you know? Like it really like, it's messed her up a couple of ways. She's been sick with a cold and taken forever to recover. And she's like kind of like mourning the loss of her like work life already. Um, yes. I like you too. Don't talk. I like you. Don't talk. 
It's hard. I have to talk. I imagine it's an interesting thing. Like if you, you get to do it for the second time, mm-hmm. and, like be a supportive husband, mm-hmm. except this time you already have a kid. <laughs> yeah. Right. Do you, are there things that you're noticing as far as your approach or your behavior that you're like, oh, I didn't do this the first time or I'm, I'm improving at this or that kind of thing? Well, I, oh, you mean just like as like taking care of like a pregnant wife kind of thing? Exactly. Um, yeah, I think you, I think you just have to be really patient because like we'll have days where like she's just in a shitty mood and like I just like have to know that that's why. Or like she'll not want to do things that I expect her to do, and then I, I internally I get really frustrated and I kind of have like check my frustration because like oh yeah she actually feels like ass and like there's nothing we can do to help her you know. Has it been easier or harder on her just what she's going through? Um, on Vivian? No, no, on on, on Beth. Beth? Um, I think she's dealing with it pretty well. I think she's dealing with it well. You know, like um. Like, again, like, she's, like, had a couple times where she's been sick, and that's gotten her really frustrated, but... What? I love you. I love you. She's saying I love you to interrupt me. How is Mummy doing with being pregnant? How's she doing? Good. Good? She's going to Miami for a long weekend. That's a good thing to do when you're pregnant with her friend going swimming. So Viv will have a new bedroom. Yeah, so Vivian, so Vivian is moving up to the third floor. Whoa! That's my big bed. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get you a big bed. And that's gonna be interesting because we've never had gates on our stairs. So what's that gonna be like? We're on the second floor, she's on the third floor. Are we gonna put gates up? How do we deal with that? It's like even now she's still in her crib. We're gonna flip it into a bed any day now. But like what if she gets up in the middle of the night and is like sleepwalking? Like she can use the stairs perfectly fine. She does it on her own 10 times a day. Like I'm not worried about it. Right. But like what if she wakes up half asleep and then like the stairs are like right by her door. So like, do we introduce a gate? Like anyway, something we're, something we're debating. Can you have this piece of cucumber? I kind of rather not do it, but I kind of see the need. So you know you're having a boy. We know we're having a boy. Is that it? That's you it. You got the nuclear we're family. Done. You we're nailed done. it. That's yeah. it. You also, don't need to get a minivan. I think, no, I was gonna, I was gonna stop at two children, no matter what. Right. Exactly for that reason. Transportation. <laughs> I see my my brother-in-law and his family. They have three kids. Transportation is completely different when you have three, three children. Yeah. They, they can no longer fit in a normal car if they're in car seats. So you need like a mega car. Right. And you get the one-to-one ratio. Like if you're the tra- one-to-one ratio is plane or something. What do you mean a snack? This is lunch. <laughs> you want some fruit? Is that what you're saying? Okay, let's have some fruit. A snack, she says. So when you, when you have the solo dad weekend, yeah, is there? Does Beth leave instructions? No, absolutely right. not. It's just you know what you're doing, and there's. Yes. Right. I'm pretty locked in here. That makes sense. Um, I have to admit, it's like weirdly almost easier. Do I agree? Because there's no, there's no. First of all. At her age, she's she's like three now. So like everything now is discipline right now. Okay. How we, you know, how we get ready for our nap, when we have lunch, what we're having for lunch, what we do now, this, that, that. Everything's like a, a bit of an argument sometimes. Okay. And so I find that now when, she's listening to this by the way. She 
she's not really playing. But now when it's with Beth, um, you know, she'll try to like divide and conquer or like drive a wedge with us. But when it's just me, it's like there's the last, I have the last word. Right. And so it seems to be like almost easier in a way. This is, it is a funny dynamic to have, to do an interview with the kids around. Yeah. That's new. That's new for me. Yeah. I, I don't know about easier, but I noticed uh, Zoe was away in the summer for a few days and yeah, like there's, there is an ease to like the order of it because you're the only one making That's the right. call. That's right. Yeah. I don't, it's funny. I, if, and like if, actually like better behavior. Right. Getting better behavior. I remember just thinking, oh, I'm so, I thought it was going to be harder. Yeah. And I would get to the end of the day and be like, oh, like this is kind of all I did today. Or I don't know if you have that thing where like during the nap, you like have a desire to somehow recharge or something, but you're just kind of like the nap ends before yeah. you expect it or like, yeah. but I would get to the end of the day and be like, oh, of course, like this, it did require a lot of focus or require, but during in the process of it, I remember thinking like, oh, this, I've totally got this. Right. And it seems like. She's maybe, yeah, she's maybe easier to deal with than when it's both of us. Or maybe it's just the fact that when there's two of you, you kind of do that passing off of respect. Like, I'll be like, oh, she's in the other room with Zoe, so now I can kind of whatever. whatever, right? Totally. Uh, and when you don't have that opportunity, you're just more dialed in. That's right. Um, I find the thing that matters for me, um, and it might be weird, is like, if I can maintain, if I can maintain... A cl- the kitchen if I can keep the kitchen clean and in order then like I'm gonna have an easy time with her right I don't like that's like my maybe my weird like neurosis you know what I mean but like if when she naps if I can have the kitchen cleaned and I know what the next meal is and whatever and it's easy then like because I find when I'm when I'm taking care of her um you know there are only a couple of times when I really need to like do something on my own and I need help with her right it's like if I need to take a shower yeah. or if I need to cook something. So like in the mornings, a lot of the time we'll wake up. If it's just me doing the morning, we wake up and she comes here. She drinks a bottle of milk. She watches a cartoon while she watches a cartoon. I'm cleaning up the kitchen. I'm making breakfast. Like that's like a standard routine for us. But like, I can't do that three times a day when I'm watching her alone. So I like, I have to do it during her nap. And like, this is where I think some of the, like the, like, strategic decoupling or alone time kind of works like before you guys came over she played in here alone for 20 minutes while i cleaned the kitchen nice and it was fine i was like i'm gonna clean the kitchen you play she's like okay we were just at the playground the other day and i was realizing how much i'm looking forward to her just being a little more like sturdy yeah so it's the thing right now where she wants to climb everything no matter how tall it is so I either am climbing a thing with her that no other parents are climbing. Yeah. And, you know, all, most of the parents are, like, sitting on the benches, drinking their coffees, talking yeah. to each other. But, like, so I either have to climb with her or I know if she gets up on a high structure, yeah. there's a chance that she's, she's not sturdy and you're, enough. you're, like, running from side yes. to side. It's like, oh, she's going to fall this side. Oh, shit, i got to run around this side. Da, da, da. And for her, it's two that. feet. But for me, it's, like, 30 feet because you're going yeah. around whatever the circumference the of the slides and the... Yeah. Oh, man, it was stressful. So that was me last summer and now, finally, I'm on the bench and she's just climbing whatever shit i'm looking forward to that and i don't mind like chasing her around and you know like doing the the physical work of it yeah but it is it is a little weird yeah especially when no other parents are doing i don't know maybe i'm i I get self-conscious about just like you know what's the how or how do we behave in this setting you know know? like it's a phase (laughs) for sure like i think it's exactly this age between two and three like they're just 
not actually not capable of a lot of the things in the park and so you just have to run after them and like you feel like a geek and you're like am i a helicopter parent but it's like no like they actually can't do it right well let's keep talking about solo dad time for a little bit do you think there's a difference in behavior do you think that she behaves differently absolutely yeah a (laughs) hundred percent um less again like uh Sometimes she'll play us off each other when she wants a certain way. Her big thing is uh, stalling um, everything at all times. So like, uh, you know, and, and, and she behaves differently with different people. So like, she's got like my mom, like her Nana, like wrapped around her finger. So like bedtime at Nana's house is like an hour and 20 minutes. Last night bedtime uh, with dad was, I think... Uh, six and a half minutes uh, so that, that just kind of like shows you the difference although like I stretched out the routine I, I kind of broke it up but um, like from when you declare that it's bedtime to like when they actually calm down and fall asleep right so yeah the, the, the definitely very different with my mom very different when it's Beth and myself or when she um, detects any stress or if it's too early or too late like you know how it is like you're always trying to game it, right? You're like, oh shit, it's too late. She's gonna be a disaster tonight. Right. And like, that's the other thing is like, the fear of the schedule. So like, I think I like, you know, we run a pretty strict schedule with her when it's Beth and myself. And like, I think maybe too too strict sometimes. Although right. like, you're, you're kind of like, you kind of mess with yourself because you're like, if you go off the schedule and things go badly, you're like, oh, it's cause we went off the schedule. But you neglect the fact that like all the time when you're trying to stay on schedule that things also go badly. Sure. So like, I, you know, I'm kind of questioning, questioning how important it is sometimes. When you say the bedtime routine, what's included in that? Okay. <laughs> That's a good question. Cause six and a half minutes sounds very fast, but I think of bath as okay. part of the bedtime so, routine. So I, so I had the advantage yesterday that she had already had a bath. Okay, in the morning with uh, my right. mom at nice. my mom's house. Easy. So the things that had to happen were to put on our pajamas, to brush our teeth, and to make a pee-pee. Right. Okay, that's our bedtime routine. Oh, now. yeah. You're like light years ahead. Oh, well, because the... we've done the potty training, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. you have to make a pee-pee before you go to bed. Okay, right. fine. So last night we said, after dinner, we have to put on our pajamas before we start the basketball game. Done in five seconds. Right. Then between the basketball game and the hockey game, oh, we have to brush our teeth before we start the hockey game. Done in five seconds. Okay. And then it was like, you have to make a PB before bed? Yes. Done. Boom. And in the bed. And that was it. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. Oh, so like, it's definitely the, like, there was a lot of like reward parenting, which like, I don't know, like about that, like it's good or bad, but like, I don't know. She like genuinely, she was really excited to watch the hockey game. So whenever I have her in something like that, <laughs> I use it. I lean on that. Hi. Yeah. Hey. Well, I wonder if there's anything else to cover. I feel like we've taped, I, we've I, taped I, quite a lot. Tip, I think that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for having us over. Yeah, no, thank you. That was fun. Yeah. Was... See, review it and see if you can cut some bits out of that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for being a guest on yeah, Big Papa's. Man, my pleasure. A long time coming. My pleasure. Yeah. Welcome back to Big Papa's. It's Dan. I'm here with Pierre. Pierre, here I am. And on the line we have our buddy Tuvi. 
Hey, hey. Hey, thanks for being with us. Tavi, uh, you have a, a two-year-old son, and you and your wife are, are expecting your second kid. On season two here, uh, one of our kind of main themes is talking about that second kid and, and the decisions that, that go into uh, taking the plunge there. So uh, we just wanted to hear kind of where you're at right now. Uh, maybe we start with how far along in, in the pregnancy is your wife right now? Rachel just had her 20-week anatomy scan, so that's where we are. So we're expecting in another four and a half months. Sweet. And how how is it going for the two of you at the moment? Uh, you know, where's your head at? And, um, you know, maybe also you can tell us, uh, your son, Lev, uh, is there any kind of awareness that he has and what kind of information are you giving him about what to expect? Yeah, uh, good question. So Lev, I think, struggles with it, but he is starting to understand what's happening um, to his own life, but also to his family and to his mother, of course, like seeing the physical changes. Um, Lev doesn't really like us playing with other babies, uh, specifically newborns. He gets really <laughs> upset. Um, oh, man. But interestingly, like on the positive side, like on the accepting side, when he sees other kids more his age, it's quite common for him to point at them and say brother or sister, as in he assumes that that little boy must be a brother, that little girl must be a sister. Ah. Um, but what really throws us for a loop is that if we try to say to him, Lev, you know what mommy's growing in her tummy, he'll say doggy. <laughs> Wow. So it's it's all over the place. That would and that would uh, be a but, surprise for everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just imagine. <For> sure. <laughs> yeah. Um so I mean go figure the mind of a toddler. Yeah. What okay, so that's interesting cuz I I I think I've 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 heard of that before or I've seen it myself, but like are are you sort of like how do you approach that? Like that you see you're like he's like you know you pick up a little bit and he's like no like what is, what does he do? Is he just like visibly upset or he's angry or what or what 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 happens um so for example one of my wife's best friends lives just up the street and she has like a i don't know like a six month old um something less than six i can't remember and um if we are over holding this baby girl penny um he'll just like shout and jump up and down and he'll be standing like right in front of me trying to dictate like no no like you play with me don't play with this other child i think it's a i suspect it's jealousy i don't know how common this is with other kids um i haven't asked but um i definitely am intrigued by this yeah it's kind of i mean it's yeah to me it it brings up that jealousy it's just sort of like wait no you're my parents like Uh what the hell are you doing it's just us yeah Yeah. why why are you touching other people (laughs) yeah exactly was there? So what what happens when um, the newborn comes? Right. I have no idea. Like it, to be honest, our kid Lev is a very loving kid. He's very sensitive, uh, sensitive in you know in terms of how he reacts socially, but sensitive also to other people's emotions. So this may completely change once there's actually a little brother or sister in his mm-hmm. family. Huh. That seems like a good trait to start with, though. To be sensitive to to the world around you and the experience of of the people around you. Yeah, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
how was the process of you and Rachel approaching the idea of a second kid and deciding to do it and uh, that conversation? How did that go for the two of you? Um, both of us are, I would say the, the starting position for that, like the two preconditions that are most important are both Rachel and I are quite career driven. Um, also, both of us come from families where there's two siblings. So me plus my sister and in her case, her plus her brother. Um, and so that was always sort of the idealized number, like, oh, we should have two children. Um, the thought of three or more, we've both just mixed. I hear that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, <laughs> one, most of the time seems like more than enough. So I think we'd been casually talking about it for months, um, but we quickly dismissed it every time we kind of got serious. Uh, we were just never really in alignment. Like, Sometimes I think I would be a little bit further along than Rachel, and then sometimes it was the opposite. But we were never really both in sync about wanting it, wanting another one. Um, and then eventually we both just started having the same kind of conversations we did when we were contemplating having the first one, which is to say, when is their perfect timing? That's so um, I think we kind of balanced that against the fact that Lev you know, he can be a bit of a terrorist still, of course. I mean, he's a toddler. But on balance, he really is, like, such a delicious kid. Okay, I'm biased. He's my child. But he's he's more enjoyable than he's ever been. We just love seeing the personality come out, um, the intelligence, the character, etc. But um, we figured, okay, maybe things are actually kind of stable right now in terms of how taxing he is. So if we were going to go for a second kid, maybe the timing is kind of ripe for that. Nice. And have you been like how now that the pregnancy is moving along and you can see that the end of the tunnel, how have you noticed yourself feeling about it or thinking about it or talking about it with Rachel? Um, good question. Um, <laughs> it's funny because my last answer will probably somewhat contradict this next one which is to say <laughs> that's perfectly um once we uh, well actually sorry I, I will offer something in here getting pregnant the first time was a really long ordeal it took us like over a year um whereas this time it was almost an accident like it was as close to an accident as possible especially in contrast to the first time right so um we were really surprised and it kind of didn't really sink in for a long time. I would say for myself until about this past week when we had the 20 week ultrasound, the uh, anatomy scan, um, because you're actually seeing this little human inside Rachel's uterus. Like you can see the face, you see the hands, like, you know, you guys have been through it. It's incredible. Yeah. It's a trip. Um, but between finding out that she was expecting and last week at the 20-week anatomy scan, I'd say it was mostly not on the forefront of my mind. And again, I don't know if that's normal or just being focused on other things in life, but um, I'd say my excitement almost had to, I almost had to be reminded of the fact that we were pregnant again. Yeah. I, 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 I hear you. I think my, it, it was the same experience with, with my wife. Uh, Number two, it was like, yep, it's happening. And I was like, okay, cool. 
this is it. <laughs> and then there was a period of time, and I would even say a period of time where I was like, maybe it just was like, it wasn't like I was like trying to, re- like not rebel, but like that's the wrong word, but just like somewhat trying to hold on to like, we'd gotten to a point where we were like, all right, this is the new equilibrium. And I was like, oh shoot, it's going to change. Yeah, and then there was a couple of just a couple of moments where my wife was like, are you like, are you, are you, you're excited about this, right? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but I'm also like super anxious. Like, and I should have been more upfront about that. Um, so I hear you. I definitely hear you. I think it was, it just, it took a while for me to be like, okay, yeah, here it is. Yeah. It's really happening. That's a very good word choice, equilibrium. I mean, the equilibrium disappearing in the very near future is something that, I think held me back from wanting another child for a long time. And now I'm just at the point where it's like, okay, like, let's just do this. Like, I have no idea what's going to, it's just going to be absolute chaos again for the next little while. And then life will probably settle down again, hopefully. (laughs) Yeah. It's something that we touch on a lot is the idea of just embracing the unknown and the fact that, you know, you can get a little used to the way things are, but they're about to change again. And I'm sure, uh, you know, it's doubled, if not more, once you have the second kid. Um, but as long as you have that foundation and, and the, the good partnership uh, and you're both, you know, headed into it with open hearts, um, you know, you, you're, you're in as good a position as you can be. Yeah. And I would add to that, actually, that I think Rachel and I are still sometimes out of sync in terms of the excitement factor. Right. And, which is to say we are both excited. but sometimes one of us is a little bit more ahead than the other. And I think that kind of helps us along. Right. And I'm guessing you have uh, at least a few family members who uh, are excited about the second kid and maybe who even were asking you when this would happen. Um, Thankfully, no one was really nudging us. Oh, good. Um, So we weren't feeling the pressure on that front, which I'm very grateful for. And do you think... Family members are going to be okay when you say two is it. We're not going past two. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, both Rachel and I both uh, have relatively small families. Right. So I think they're good with what they're getting. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, they better be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a doggy. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done, um, Tubby. Thanks so much for taking the time to chat with us. Yeah. I know. Uh, My pleasure. You're a long-time listener, first-time caller. That's <laughs> so uh, we're really glad that, that we got you on here, and uh, you know, thanks for giving us a, a little bit of a window into the experience that you're going through. Congrats to you and Absolutely. Rachel and Lev, and uh, all the best Thank going you. forward. Thank you. My pleasure, guys. All right. And, take, uh, it, take it easy. Thanks so much, okay. Tuvi. Pierre and I will be back with more Big Papas. All right, all right, all right. We're back. Season two, episode one. Woo! It's all done. What a thrill. Yes. Thank you again for joining us. Uh, we're going to bring you some amazing stuff the rest of the season. So, again, so good to have you back here. Dan, so good to be back in the studio. Great to see you, Pierre. Let's do it. Let's crank it out. Join us again next week on Big Papas. We'll see you then. We'll be back. Yeah.